You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. What's going on, y'all? Best in the World Sports Report, back once again. Been off for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, actually. I think last time I did a show, it was the middle of the NBA playoffs. But I am back once again. What is going on? My name is John Brown. You should know that already. But... You know, for those who don't know, that is, it is what it is. I am John Brown, best in the world sports reporter. Remember, you can hit me up at any point, at any time, at BITW Sports. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at BITW Sports. I answer all correspondence, all right? So, let's get right into it. The big three. That's the uh, big three-on-three basketball tournament uh, franchise started by Ice Cube. Um, It's been running all summer. Uh, Came to Philly this weekend. I went to go see it. I went to go check it out. Um, Thought it was an interesting concept. I always, me personally, I always thought that summer basketball is kind of an untapped market. It just hasn't been done to the best of its ability because you get to this point everyone knows you get to this point right after the NBA finals where there's really nothing going on nothing going on except honestly baseball now I like baseball but you have to admit baseball is a little bit hard to watch nowadays for me personally because my team is the Philadelphia Phillies and the Philadelphia Phillies are currently awful they're terrible. Can't even watch. All right? I can't even watch right now. But I you know, I like summer basketball. I watched the summer league play. Um I was a I, w- I was a fan of the and one series when they would play uh what else? Uh Baker League in the city, you know, you always had city always had the Baker League, always had uh Sunny Hill League, always a fan of that. Um I talked about NBA Summer League. I talked about I talked about all that. I am a fan of summer basketball. I feel like more can be done with summer basketball as far as an entertainment as far as entertainment value. I think summer basketball has entertainment value. So, when the big 3 came to town, I wanted to see it. Now, I went to the games. I went there on Sunday and I got to be honest. It was all right. It was I, it was, it was okay. It's like, I'm struggling to find the best words to describe it because it wasn't great. You know, not by any means. It wasn't great, but honestly, it wasn't awful either. Like it wasn't bad. Like I didn't go there and be like, all right, this sucks. This is terrible. I mean, it was basketball. It was good basket. It was all right basketball. All right. I think from for what it was, for what the product was, and I have been following the big three since the very beginning, for what it was, it was okay. Just okay. It was, eh. Like, I've been on social media. I've been, I'm in a, a bunch of Facebook groups. I interact with a bunch of people on Twitter. People just killing it. Like, oh, this is stupid. This is dumb. That's so all I wanted to check it out. Now, honestly, I'm going to be real with you guys. Um, my feelings on this might be a little jaded, might be a little tempered or whatever. 
And I say that because I was supposed to go to the games with a couple of friends of mine. I had four friends. We had all, uh, a couple of us had floated out the idea, like, yo, let's go, let's go to Philly. I have, my, I have a man up in New York, got a couple friends down in Baltimore, uh, in the Maryland area, and we were all going to get together in Philly, and we were going to watch these games. You know, um, me personally, I wanted to check out Iverson because I am an Iverson fan. But, so, so here's the thing. I went out and I bought four tickets to go to this game. I bought four tickets to go to this game because me and my four friends were going to go. Now, unfortunately, two of my friends couldn't go. And I was struggling at the last minute to find someone to take these last two tickets off my hands. And I couldn't find anyone. So I took an L on two tickets to uh, for the big three. So I was feeling some kind of way about that. So that might, you know, that, that kind of has an effect on my overall take of that afternoon. Now, like I said, I'm, I'm calling, I, I call it okay. It was an okay day. But, you know, I, I can't get too excited because, once again, I took an L on two tickets. But nonetheless, here it is, big three in Philly. Big draw was supposed to be the return of Allen Iverson, the return of the answer. Philly's favorite son has come home. He's home. He's back in the house that AI built. It was supposed to be this monumental, monumental return. I was there. I, I, I would look. I was there to see AI play. Like I said, I'm an AI fan. I was excited to see it. I wanted to see AI come back. I wanted to see what he was going to do. Now, but look, let's be real though. If you are, if you have followed the big three, and I followed the big three, I've watched a little bit. I, I, I watched the games on television. If you follow the big three, you'll know that over the past few weeks, Iverson has barely played. Iverson play has played very, very sparingly. And rightfully so. I mean, let's let's keep it real. AI is 42 years old. AI is 42 years old, and in basketball years, the way his career has been and the way he has lived his life, AI is like 70. AI is like, in basketball years, Allen Iverson is about 70 years old, and that's just being real. But honestly, in the back of your mind, you had to think that if there was going to be a week in this tournament where Allen Iverson actually plays big minutes, it would be this past weekend in Philly. You would think that, yes, you know, you understand that. You understand that Iverson hasn't played a lot. If you're following the big three, if you watch the last couple of weeks, Allen Iverson plays maybe a couple little, you know, gimme minutes at the beginning of the game. Then he sits down and then you don't see him again. But you thought you had to have think you had to think like if there was a week where he just balls out, he just lays it all out there, or you know, as Iverson loves to say, play it like it's his last. You figure if that was going to happen, that week was going to be this weekend in Philly. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. All right. Now there was never really an announcement during the game. I don't remember hearing an announcement during the game. The uh, the announcer never said it. I never saw it on um 
I never saw it on, you know, they didn't put it up on the scoreboard or anything like that. I read it on Twitter. I think the first person I saw to post about it was a uh, friend of the show, Amy Fadul from uh, Comcast Sportsnet. She was the first person I saw on Twitter who put it out there that Allen Iverson wasn't going to play. And the first time I saw her read it, I, I just didn't, I didn't believe it. I thought she had made a mistake. I was just like, you know, whatever. They're like, there's no way this could happen. But as time went on, I went back. I went, you know, as, as the games went on. And I, I will say the first couple of games, there are four games. You know, when you go to this thing, there are four games. And the first three games were actually pretty good. They were pretty good games. We'll get into the games themselves in a, in a little bit. But first, but as the games went on and as you're watching the games, um, you know, you're watching the games, you're watching the little celebrities come in. You know, Ice Cube was there, of course. LL Cool J was there. Uh, Fat Joe was there. Let's see. Uh, what's the, uh, Michael Blackston, he was there. B-Hop was there. B-Hop was there, and he was sitting with Howard Eskin. If you're from Philly, I mean, that, that's that's, that's kind of weird. I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, like, one, how does B-Hop, Bernard Hopkins, not have anybody better to hang out with in this city than Howard Eskin. But whatever. Bow Wow was there. I was sitting there wondering, how did Bow Wow get better seats than me? What has Bow Wow done to deserve better seats than me? Now, I had pretty good seats because um, I was trying to go all out for my man. I was trying to go all out for my friends. So I got a seats in the – in I got a seats at the club level. So you know it's pretty comfortable. Everything was cool. Seats are kind of small in the in 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 the, in the club level. I'm a big dude. I need a little bit of room, you know, down there, and them seats are small. But still, they were still good seats, and I could still see everything. So I have no complaints. But Bow Wow had better seats than me, and I don't understand it. But I'm going on, I'm watching, you know, I'm I'm back on Twitter, I'm back on social media, and I'm starting to see the stories. AI says because of doctor's orders, he would not be able to play in this evening's game. And people were pissed. And, you know, and rightfully so. You know, I I wanted to see Allen Iverson. I paid money to see Allen Iverson. Uh, whether or not I, I necessarily wanted to see him play is another story because he's old. I want to see the answer. I don't want to see old Allen Iverson, you know. You know, it's like, but there were people who 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 went to see him play, and there were people who were sitting in my section. As when we got to, when it came to Iverson's game, and once again, like I said, nobody said anything on the loudspeaker. There was no formal announcement that Allen Iverson wasn't playing. So even when he came out onto the floor. There was still an expectation that he was playing until you realize he wasn't going to play in them sneakers. He wasn't going to play in those shorts. You know what Allen Iverson had been playing in, you know, if you'd watched previous weeks and he wasn't dressed like that. Now, he still came out to a standing ovation. He still the, the place still exploded. Like I've seen that place explode on a couple of different occasions and about. I would say maybe about 95% of them have been Iverson related. Okay. So the place exploded for AI. And 
But as the night went on, as the moments went on, you start to realize Iverson's not going to play. And there were still people, and, and what was funny was, there were still people still expecting him to play. There were still people thinking, like, all right, you know, at some point in time, you're going to put in Allen Iverson. Because in the first half, Iverson's team got ran. Iverson's team got dogged in the first half. The other team was just destroying them. And there were still people, even people in my section, like, come on, get him. Put Iverson in. Put Iverson in. Why aren't they putting Iverson in? They're losing. Put in Iverson. We want to see the answer. And then as the night went on, the We Want AI chant started. And he just sat there and he was, you know, whatever. And a couple of times he turned around, you know, while he was, you know, he, he was looking like a coach. Now, he's supposed to be a player captain slash coach. I don't know how much coaching he did, but he sat there. He had the coach look, you know, he sat there, arms folded, looking at, uh, you know, looking at the game all intently. I'm not sure exactly what coaching he did. And every now and then he turned around, turned to the uh, fans, talked to the fans, spent a lot of time signing autographs. And I'll get in all, I'll get, I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But here's the thing, you know, it, it, it there was still, he, he didn't play. He didn't play. Now, the thing was, once you started realizing that he was not going to play, uh, it was about halftime. Now, you know, at halftime it, for big three games is the first team to score 25 points. As soon as the team scores 25 points, they go into halftime. Halftime uh, of Iverson's game was a mini concert by Fat Joe. It was Fat Joe without French Montana and without Remy Ma, but he still wanted to perform all the way up. So now you realize, one, you know, all the way up, yeah, it's, you know, it's a good song. It's a good record. But Fat Joe has very little, really, involvement in that song. When you think of all the way up, yes, Fat Joe is on it. Yeah, you know, yes, it's a Fat Joe record. But, you know, it's like I'm not quite sure if I can recite, you know, Fat Joe's lyrics from that song. But I know Remy Ma's voice, you know, her ver verse. And I know what French Montana says on that song. So you take, you know, you take a hot record and you take the top two things that you like about that song off the song. And then what do you have? You know what I mean? So Fat Joe performs all the way up without Remy and without French Montana, whatever. And then after that, you know, you get you start the second half. Iverson's team is getting dogged. And at that point, you realize that Iverson's not going to play. So what did people start doing in the second half? They went home. Because also, it was late. All right? That's four hours. You know, first of all, things started at 6 o'clock. There are four games. It was like almost 10 o'clock. It was like almost 10 o'clock. When the second half started, Iverson, the, your sole reason of showing up for this game for a lot of people was watching Iverson play. And you know that's not going to happen. You've, you've pretty much seen everything that you need to see. Everything that, was going, that you wanted to see about that night has now happened, and it's 10 o'clock. Now, for me, I'm sitting there like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, people got to work in the morning or whatever. People started leaving. Now, me, person, in fact, now I told you I was supposed to go with my four friends and two of them bailed. So I'm up there with my one, my one friend and he left. 
It was he came up from Maryland to go to the game, and Iverson didn't play. The game wasn't good, you know. It well, I will say that fourth game became good at the end, but it really the beginning, the start of that game wasn't good. So he rolled. I was in there by myself. I was in the Wells Fargo Center chilling by myself, without you know no crew, no nothing, watching the second half of this game. And I swear, as soon as the game was over, you know, the game goes to 50. As soon as dude hit that 50th point, I was out. I was out, y'all. You know, I mean, I jumped right, you know, it's like I, I was already up at the top of my section. And as soon as I saw the ball go into the hoop, turned around, I was out and I went home. Now, for me, now, personally, let, let me let, let me break this down to you, because, yes, I was a little bit disappointed. And it, and it hurts me because I am an Iverson fan. I am a diehard, ride-or-die Iverson fan. Iverson is my man. Iverson is on my my Mount Rushmore for the 76ers. I'm a 76ers fan. Let me break down my Mount Rushmore. It's Iverson, Barkley, Doc, Will. End of story. Iverson, but Iverson is my favorite Sixer. And that's, you know, in fact, here let me, let me list them. Because it's the same four I just mentioned, but this is the order. Iverson. Doc, Barkley, Wilt. Wilt is on these. Wilt is on there because even though I never seen him play, I've heard so many stories. I, you know, you know my pop. You know any OG that I know. They've told me all the stories, and just off those stories, and then just off of me personally researching Wilt and reading about Wilt and reading about his game and learning about him as a player puts him on there. A lot of people I know my age will say that they don't want to put Wilt on the list because they never saw him play. But me, I feel like I've read so much and I've, you know, I've researched it so much that Wilt goes on there. So Iverson, favorite sixer, and I wanted to see him play, and he did not play. Uh, shout out to my boy Warren, uh, Mo, who points out that Moses Malone was 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 bad. Moses was, was tough, too. I like Moses, but for me, Moses wasn't here long enough to be on my list, but I do like Moses and I do respect Moses. And I do think uh, Moses, I will say that Moses is the second best center in Sixers history, but that's just because Joel Embiid hasn't taken that title yet, but that's for another day. Anyway, once again, Iverson's my main man. He let me down because he didn't play. Now, I didn't expect him to play too much, but I still wanted him to play. So it was a blower. It blew my mind. It was it was a letdown. And for me, this is the second time this has happened to me. Allow me the opportunity to tell y'all a very quick story. A couple of years ago, now, well, let me, let me premise the story. Let me get into it by breaking it down. You all know that I am from this area, but I, li- I went to college in Baltimore. And I lived in Baltimore. I went to college in Morgan State in Baltimore from 94 to 98. And then from 98 to 2008, I lived in Baltimore. So I pretty much have been in the Baltimore area for all of Iverson's career. So I can honestly say that although I love Allen Iverson, he is my favorite player. I have never seen Iverson play. I have never seen him play live. I have never been to a, I, I never went to a Sixers game with Allen Iverson in it. I have never seen, you know, I, I've watched him on television tons of times. But I think that, I, I, I think uh, Allen, I, you know, 
he's my favorite player. I, I've just never I've never actually been to a, a Allen Iverson led Sixers game. Never had a ticket. Now I had an opportunity to go see Allen Iverson play. When it came around time when it was the end of Allen Iverson, when you you kind of you kind of saw the writing on the wall. You knew the Sixers were going to get rid of him. You knew that they weren't going to win a championship with him. It was back when they had Iverson and Chris Webber and the big slob Glenn, Glenn Robinson. I think it was Jim O'Brien might have been the coach, and everyone hated him. And whatever, whatever, you know, you, you knew things were going to change. You knew, uh, in fact, no, I think they had fired Jim, Jim O'Brien. And I think Mo Cheeks was coach at that point. So, here, so, th- you know, that being said, that being said, you know, there was a point where I was like, you know what, I think they're going to trade Allen Iverson. It was getting to be the end of the season. And I, did, I thought they were going to trade Allen Iverson in the offseason. So, it came time. I'm living in Baltimore. At one point in time, I just spontaneously went out and I bought me and my wife tickets. This was a, I I believe this was a Tuesday. I bought me and my wife tickets. I called my parents. I said, we're coming home because we're going to go to the Sixers game tonight. We drove from Baltimore to school hadn't let out. So this is a school night. Kids had school the next day. The game was at 7.30. We drove from Baltimore to Philadelphia it was uh, middle of the afternoon. I pulled, I pulled my kids out of school early for this. I pulled my kids out of school, put them in the car. We drove to Philadelphia. I dropped my kids off at my parents. Uh, once again, we live in Lansdale. That's about an hour from Philadelphia. Well, it's, an, it's really like 25 minutes, but it's rush hour now. So we get to Lansdale, drop my, parents, uh, drop my kids off with my parents. Then we drive to the game. Takes us all day to get to the game because like a dummy, I took the blue route to the expressway and took the expressway to the stadium when I should have stayed on the blue route and took 95 to the stadium. So like a dummy, I'm stuck in traffic trying to get to the Sixers game. And while I'm in the car trying to get to the Sixers game, I get the, I get the announcement. Allen Iverson is not playing tonight. Yes. I put everything I could into going to see Allen Iverson play basketball and what I thought was going to be the last time he played basketball, and it was fan appreciation night. Yes, if y'all remember the fan appreciation night story from a couple years a couple years back when Chris Webber and uh, Allen Iverson chose not to play and they basically didn't even show up or whatever and it, was, it caused us a big stink. Yes, I had tickets to that game, and I drove from Baltimore to Philly on a school night with my kids to see that game, and Iverson didn't play. That was my only chance to see Allen Iverson play, and he did not show up. So he's still my man. He's still my favorite player, but that happened. And then fast forward 10, you know, 10, 11, 12 years, and now you have this. Now you have this. So, nonetheless, in the aftermath, in the days since the big three, people are killing Allen Iverson in the city. Now, a lot of the people who are killing Allen Iverson at this point have been people who have killed Allen Iverson pretty much for his whole entire career. So, you know, at this point, you know, I think the, the Iverson supporters are who they are. 
people who love AI, you know, his ride or die fans, whatever you want to call them. Those people are there and those people, they're, they're going to cheer for Allen Iverson regardless. And I'm one of them. I, I admit I'm not going to train, you know, I'm not going to flip on him. I'm, I'm disappointed that he didn't play, but I'm not too mad. I'm not angry. I'm not going to hate Allen, on Allen Iverson. I'm, I'm not, you know, I pretty much know that I'll never, you know, I'll never expect him to do anything for me again except for show up, and he might not even do that. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But people are killing Allen Iverson. They're killing Allen Iverson, and they're killing the big three. You know, I've heard people, I've heard people this week call the big three a flop. They've called it a scam. Uh, You know, I've heard people call it a disaster. You know, people talk about the product and they're calling it has been basketball, you know, you name it. That's what they're saying. Now, for me, and let, let's kind of, you know, pivot the conversation in the direction of the big three. Now, I'm sitting here and I'm saying to those people, like, I don't know what they expected. I mean, there are people calling it has been basketball. I mean, did you really think that? Did you expect current NBA players to play in this tournament? Why would they do that? Like, who did you expect to play in this league? Now, it's a three-on-three tournament. Thus, the name, The Big Three. And for some reason, there there were a lot of people, there were a lot of people who, like, didn't understand that. Who didn't get that. It's called the Big Three. It was a three-on-three tournament. So people, like, I'm hearing people talk about how dumb the Big Three is because it's three-on-three basketball. What did you expect? Did, and then they're saying, oh, well, it's half court. Of course it's half court. Did you expect full court three-on-three basketball? Who does that other than little kids? You know what? It's like we we used to play three-on-three full-court basketball back when I was in like the third grade when I had a whole bunch of energy and just not a lot of sense. But eventually, you know, I grew up and then I realized how stupid that is. Now, I've also played like five-on-five half-court basketball, and it just feels like the whole court. When you play five-on-five half-court basketball, it just feels like there's 30 people on the court. But that's neither here nor there. But I was sitting there and I'm watching the replay with my son. My son didn't go. My son couldn't go because he had a be- uh, a uh, baseball game on Sunday. So I'm watching the replay with my son and he's fully unaware. Like, like he knew I went to the game and he's watching and he's like, this is what you went to see? It's, it's half court basketball. You went to see half court basketball? I'm like, yeah, it was a three on three tournament. And he didn't understand, like, he's sitting there looking at me. He's 14, and he's looking at me like, why aren't they playing full court? And then I look at him like, because it's three on three. Exactly. Come on, y'all. And it's like people talking about it like they just didn't realize it was three on three basketball. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know, it. For, it is what it is. If you watch three on three basketball, you remember if like remember the days of like hoop it up. Who remembers hoop it up? 
like the hoop it up tournaments. Yeah. Oh, my, my, uh, once again, shout out to my man Warren who who brought uh, brought that up. Hoop it up. It was that. That's what it was. And if you watch it, you know you'll see good basketball. You'll see basketball. If you like basketball, you will. You know you. You will like that if you like fans of basketball will get into three on three tournaments, you know, because it is what it is. If you're expecting the same thing as five on five full court, then no, it's not going to be the same thing. It's not the same product It's basketball, but it's different. You know, it's almost like to me, it's almost like like the differences between baseball and softball. You know, there are things that make softball different than baseball and there are things that you just realize that there are elements to baseball that you know that you're just not going to see when you watch softball you know it's it's different you know it's, it's a different product but nonetheless you know it is what it is and not having ai was a blower but if you were familiar with the product you saw it coming you knew you knew you weren't really expecting a lot from AI. So, yeah, it was disappointing that you got absolutely nothing but him standing there and signing autographs and waving and, you know, doing that. But nonetheless, I, I didn't really have a lot of expectations. I, I wanted to see AI. I saw AI. He didn't do as much as I wanted him to do. But, hey, whatever. It's, you know, it is. You know, it, it is what it is. But for me personally, I still believe in the big three. I think the big three can be a thing. I like the big three. I think if packaged right and if done the right way, you know, the big three can be something that you expect and you can enjoy every summer. I think the combination of the big three, the NBA Summer League, and uh, the TBT, if, if you have ever watched uh, the TBT, the basketball tournament, uh, I, I'm a fan of that. I like that a lot. I think that's a good tournament. And I think the three of them, if packaged together, could take up the month of, that could take, you know, that could run from June to, uh, let's see, June and July, and basically take you up until the NFL training camp. See, once again, it's, you know, I'm an amateur dude. I'm an amateur, so I do podcasts from my basement. This ain't no TV. This ain't no radio studio. This is my basement. So my phone rings and you hear it. But any anyway, anyway, uh, let's see. Big three can be a thing. I, I, I think that it can. I think it summer basketball, when you're talking about the big three, NBA Summer League and the TBT, it breaks the monotony of only having baseball to deal with. You understand? It breaks the monotony of only watching baseball. And for me, I need that because, once again, my baseball team sucks. So I wouldn't mind the big three coming back next year. I hope it comes back next year. But I would make a few tweaks. So if you indulge me for a few minutes, here are the few tweaks that I would make to make the big three better. Number one, guys like Allen Iverson shouldn't be playing. Period. 
You know, look, I understand he probably thinks he can play, and I bet he wants to do it for his fans and do it for the people who support him, who ride or die, who support him because he treats every game like his last and yada, 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 all the stuff that he says in interviews. It's, it's, it's become cliche. It's whatever, but I like Allen Iverson. I know he's going to say it, so it doesn't bother me. All right? But guys like AI shouldn't be playing, but they should be involved. I want to see guys like Allen Iverson. I think, honestly, if you – I think Philly would have gotten the same – would have given the big three the same reaction and the same response to the product had Iverson been involved but not – but had you just said it from jump, he's not playing. So this is what I would do. I would give guys like Allen Iverson – Names that people want to see and people want to be around. I would give them a role like a GM. Now, understand something. You know, it's like, look, th this is all, you know, you know, I, I understand that this wouldn't be a true GM role. And I'm putting I'm throwing up the air quotes for those who can't see me. I would make him a GM, like a figurehead. He's there. He's tied into a team. He's around, you know, this is his team, but you know, he's not playing. All right. You give a guy like that, a GM, you want you know, you know, he's not making real front office moves or if you want to, even if you wanted to say, okay, all right, he's the GM, let him pick his coach and pick his team. All right. He picks the coach. He picks the team. This is his team. You say, you know, uh, Allen Iverson's team is Three's company. You say he's the general manager. He picks the coach. He picks the team. And this is his team. So the coach coaches the team. The players are out there playing. And Allen Iverson's right there, out there with the team, shaking hands, signing autographs, kissing babies, doing whatever. He's there. Allen Iverson. And I think you could do that. You bring in more players and you give them that role. I see, you know, you bring in Iverson, uh, Kobe, maybe a Ray Allen, Scottie Pippen, even Shaq. Bring in a Tim Duncan, Ben Wallace, guys like that. You could even bring in guys, you know, like villains, guys you want, you know, you want to hate. Bring in a Christian Leitner, a Bobby Hurley, you know, guys like that. They don't have to play. They don't have to be out there coaching or whatever. Just have them out there with the team, you know, as almost like a face to help be a face of the team. You know, you have each team and you have them treated like it's a franchise, even though, you know, it's all one franchise. You know, the big three is the franchise, but you have them treat each team like it's a franchise and you give them a job. All right. And so you don't have people out here expecting to see Allen Iverson play when he can't play anymore because he's old. You know, look, man, Kobe Bryant can't play anymore. But you want to see Kobe and you know that if Kobe was there with a team, you would want to go see that team. You want to go see him out there with the team like he's a general manager doing whatever. And he's just shaking hands. He's doing whatever. You know, it's like you do that. Now, also, I would also come back with more. There are more players with stars. Here's the second thing I would do. I would come back with more. And once again, I'm using the air quotes. Stars. There are other players. You know, I think what they're trying to do, they used the former players and they used some of the name, you know, 
some of you know the big name players, and then he sprinkled them with other you know guys who were just there to play. But I would look into bringing in Paul Pierce. I would look into bringing in Kevin Garnett. But I would also think here's a couple other names I think would be good in uh, Big Three: Baron Davis. I think he can play. What Nate Robinson? And know who else I would also bring in? I would also I would think about Rip Hamilton. And I would also think about Stefan Marbury. I, b- I believe he, you know, he's come to the end of his career in China. He's done big things in China. I would bring him back and I would test out playing Stefan Marbury. He's somebody I'd like to see in the big three. You do, you do things like that. And I think, you know, you have a chance. You have a chance. Another thing I would do, third point I would make in fixing the big three, I would make a weekend out of it, all right? I would make a weekend out of it. You have games on Saturday. You have games on Sunday. All right, you extend this. So I I believe there are uh, eight teams. There are four games, eight teams every weekend. If you had games on Saturday and Sunday, I think that would be all right. I think that would be pretty cool. Make a weekend out of it because once again, you're trying to extend this, you know, to be to be a thing. You know, I want I would sit that like big three basketball is some I would sit and watch if it was on on a Saturday afternoon. If I ain't got nothing to do, it's too hot to be outside. I would sit down and I would watch big three basketball if it was on. I would also see if the games could be live like they show the games on tape delay like Monday evening. And oh, kind of takes the you know the luster off it because by Monday you know na- nowadays especially with social media and twenty four hour news cycle which is really like a twelve hour news cycle you know what happened. There's no drama in that. I want to you know I want to see if the games can be live. I-, I I would like that. I think they should uh they should explore that. They should explore putting the games live and making a weekend out of it. You know. Number four, and probably the one thing I think they don't do, I think they should have better storylines. Like, they have the big-name players. The big-name players, you know, the Jermaine O'Neal's. Uh, let's see, who else was there? Uh, Rasul Butler. Well, you know, I'm a Philly dude, so Rasul Butler's uh, a, uh, you know, a local guy. So I'm interested in that. I'm also interested, you know, Katino Mobley, guys who are local. But, you know, I just feel like, we know about the big name players, you know, Kenyon Martin, uh, Mike Bibby, you know, players like uh, uh, Junkyard Dogs, Ron Williams. We know those guys. But I feel like not enough is being done to draw attention to the other players in in this league. Like there aren't like it's not just, you know, it's not just uh, those guys, those big name guys are other players in the, you know, in the league. And not enough is being done to draw attention to those guys. They have stories. Tell their stories. And I think more should be done about that. I mean, I think right now, like one thing I noticed about Big Three basketball, uh, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf is playing in the in the league, and Mahmoud Abdul Rauf is forty eight years old, and he is balling in this league for real. He is putting in work. Like, I feel like more should be made about that. 
More should be made about the fact that Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf is almost 50 years old and looks like he could play in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, now I know it's not realistic. I I, I understand that, and I and I get that. You know, I, I I'm not saying you know so you know Sixers hey go sign Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf at 48 years old. But what I'm saying is in this tournament and in this format, he looks great, and I feel like I barely hear about that. And that's something you know that's a general interest story. And maybe prop and maybe part of the problem is that the big three is on Fox and the Foxes and Foxes doesn't do like storytelling journalism anymore. You know, they, they've hitched their wagon to the debate shows. They've hitched their wagon to the, you know, the, the Colin Cowherd shows and, uh, Bayless and Whitlock and all those dudes. That's who they've hitched their wagon to. So they're not out here telling stories. They're not doing like the ESPN and the E60s and the storytelling part because there's stories in the big three that should be told. And I feel like that will help generate interest. If you knew that 48-year-old Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf is out there playing, looking like, you know, like he's 28, I think you would, you might be you might be more inclined to watch. Plain and simple. There are other guys out here playing. There are other guys out here playing, looking to get signed. You know, I don't know if they're looking to get signed, but they're out. There are guys playing that you know who weren't household names that are playing at a high level, and we're not, and they're not telling those stories. So therefore, there really isn't a lot of interest. That would make the product better. That would make the product better. That's something I would hope that they work on between now and next season. Uh, you know, I would, you know, give people more cele- uh, celebratory roles like GM. I would, uh, what else would I do? Tell better stories, get better players. And if you do that, I think the big three will be fine. I think the big three will be fine. I like summer basketball. I need summer basketball. So, you know, it's like between, it's like, you got summer basketball. You know what else I get into? I get into the Little League World Series. That's uh, that's getting ready to start. You know I need those little things. That, they take my mind off of just having MLB. It was cool. MLB, just MLB was cool in that short period between 2007 and 2012 when the Phillies were good. Because after that, you know, for pretty much for about 95 percent of my life. Summer baseball has just been garbage, just just hot garbage. And you're just sitting there hot with nothing to watch on television. You go outside and play because it's hot and you got no sports to really talk about. You know, it is what it is. But I went to the game. It was okay. I had an okay time. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. I think it could be better, and I hope they work on it. I, I you know, I think, like, I, I have been a fan of these summer alternative sports, and I always feel like sometimes there's a good product out there, but they don't do enough to make it better. Like, me personally, I was a fan of the XFL. I liked the XFL. Now, yes, I understand that the XFL was was a horrible football. It was terrible football, but it was football and it was on, you know. And I just felt like 
there could have been tweaks. Like, had they been given a second season, had they tried to do this a second season and maybe tweaked it, the product a little bit, it could have it could have stuck. And I'm th- and, and I don't want to see the same fate become of Big Three basketball because I think that it it can find a niche if they give it an opportunity to grow. So I hope it does. All right. Now, look, hey, I want to ch- I want to thank you guys for checking me out. Uh, getting ready to step out of here. I got to I got to go. I got things to do. But I just want to thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Once again, you can hear the podcast anytime on iTunes. Just search the best in the world sports report or you can catch me on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash BITW sports. You can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at BITW sports and check me out when the season starts. Uh, The season will start alongside uh, the official third season of the best in the world sports report. We'll start at the end of the summer with it will coincide with the start of Eagle season. All right. And when once that happens, you can catch me on phillygoflow.com every Saturday at 8 a.m. All right. My name is John Brown. This is the best in the world sports report. I want to thank you guys for checking me out. Peace, y'all.